Thank you for joining us at First United Methodist Church of Locust Grove's Sermon Podcast. Our mission at this church is to live God's way, share God's story, and serve God's people. One of the ways that we live into this mission is that we offer our sermons for you to listen to, and we hope that one Sunday you come and join us at 1045 a.m. For more information about our church, you can go on our website at www.fumclgok.org. Thank you, and have a blessed day. yet oh there I am all right so I'm going to start off by saying I hope you guys are all hungry for an early lunch because we're going to get short and sweet and to the point but first I want to start by reading our scripture for today don't be in debt to anyone except for the obligation to love each other whoever loves another person has fulfilled the law the commandments don't commit adultery don't murder don't steal don't desire what others have and any other commandments, are all summed up in one word. You must love your neighbor as yourself. Love doesn't do anything wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is what fulfills the law. As you do all this, you have what time it is. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your sleep. Now our salvation is nearer than when we first had faith. The night is almost over and the day is near. So let's get rid of the actions that belong to the darkness and put on the weapons of light. Let's behave appropriately as people who live in the day, not in partying and getting drunk, not in sleeping around in obscene behavior, not in fighting in obsession. Instead, dress yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and don't plan to indulge your selfish desires. So today I'm going to start by talking about a $3 God. All of you guys are probably like, oh no, what is this? $3 God is a subject that we talk about. It's just going halfway or not even halfway, just barely being a Christian. So what we want from our $3 God is we don't want to have to transform. We don't want to have to be something and change and do what Christ wants us to do. We want just to go the bare minimum. So the $3 God sounds awesome to some of us because we're like, no change. I just got to be a, I just got to come and sit in church and then that's it. What we want to do to get rid of the $3 God is take that outside. So I chose no neighbors for me because loving our neighbor is one of the commandments that God said was for sure. Like you have to do this to be a Christian. So some of us that live in the country, we're like, I don't even have any neighbors. Sweet, so I don't really have to love everybody. And then if we have neighbors like me, we're like, oh gosh, I got like 10 of them. So now I got to find all these people to love. Well, how am I supposed to love these people that are so obnoxious to me, that hurt me? And that's where we're going with that today. One second. So, to get rid of our $3 God and love everybody, we have to surrender to God. And surrendering, we're like, what? That's not all surrendering is, you know, gunshot or whatever. Woo, surrender. Surrendering is totally giving ourselves to Christ. And by doing that, it's not doing what you want, doing what Christ wants, and by exploring his word and figuring out what he wants. 
And the reason that I decided to talk about loving our neighbors is because I am only 19, but I've had to deal with someone that really, really hurt me. And I mean, it just totally broke my heart and really shook my relationship with Christ. I was so mad at God for the longest time because I just couldn't believe that he would put me through this. We had a leader that was supposedly supposed to be leading us to Christ, when instead he would only choose who he wanted, and those were the only people. So some of you are going to know what this is, and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you took this off your wall. I told Kendall about this, and she challenged me to take this off my wall. Some of you might know what this is. I've had this on my wall for almost two years now, which is pathetic, and I was just holding a grudge for the longest time. This is the resignation letter to somebody that hurt me, and I was so happy that when I got it in the mail, I went to Walmart and framed it and hung it on my wall, which is awful. Don't do this. But I just wanted to show you this to show you that I know what it's like to have to forgive somebody that you did not think you could ever forgive. And honestly, I'm still getting there because I just took this off my wall this morning before I came here. So this is only the beginning. (laughs) But after today, I decided I am not going to put this back on my wall. So I'm probably going to have to give it to Kendall since I'm the one that told her about it. And the thing about me mentioning Kendall, she challenged me to take that off my wall when I, you know, was a drama queen and just talked about it two years later for like 10 minutes about how bad it hurt me. But the significance of giving it to somebody else is that I'm having a support system now. In order to get rid of our bare minimum life, you can have a support system. It's okay to tell people what you're doing and what you want to do. Because as a Christian, that's what we need is a support system. And me taking it off my wall is a huge step because I actually, after all this happened, I was like, I told my youth director at the time, I'm going to go on a five-year plan, so in five years, then I'm going to start thinking about forgiving this person. And so, hey, I'm three years early, so that's pretty good for me. (laughs) Goodness. And what I wanted to also say today is It's not me having to forgive. It's not me wanting to forgive. But because I love Christ, and through all things, Christ gives me strength, I can go to him. He can help me forgive. I don't have to do this by myself. And that is huge as a Christian to realize. It's not you putting on your armor. It's not you making yourself go to church. It's God. You shouldn't be doing all of it for yourself, for your own selfish desires. To be able to get through and to love people as yourself that have hurt you multiple times over and over, you can do that through Christ. So even though I really don't feel like taking it off my wall, I'd rather just stare at it every morning and think, ha ha, got you on this one. I can't do that because I want to love Christ better. I want to be the hands and feet of Christ. And when I leave these doors, I want this to follow me. I don't want to just come to church and be one person and then right when I walk out the doors, just be totally different and live for things that I shouldn't be living for, that God has taught me not to live for. This love came from one thing, and that was God sending his son to forgive us for our sins. And he did this through the cross. 
I think sometimes we're like all caught up in the cross. Oh, I have a collage on it on my room. I do. I have a collage of crosses in my room. I want the sparkly ones, the pretty ones that look all shiny. And I have one that I wear around my neck every once in a while. And those are all great reminders. But when we look at them, we should look at them as reminders. I think we've gotten away from the cross is what saved us to, oh, that's a pretty cross. It's sparkly. It's shiny. I like it. It's a foo-foo thing that I hang in my bathroom. I mean, it's just something that we've overlooked, I think, in our society. I think we need to be reminded when we see our cross what that's for. And God said it multiple times, love is the greatest commandment. And of all these, love, if we focus on love and encourage ourselves to love one another, that's where we're going to get it. Not by focusing on, oh no, let's write down all my sins for today. Then you're just going to be focused on that. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. But you should focus on what you can do. And that's through Christ loving others. The cross is what's going to get us to salvation and what's going to make us love each other. And you guys are probably thinking, oh no, we let the nursery girl up there and she's going to talk about loving our neighbors as ourselves. And that's not what I'm here for. It's something that we think it's our basics. Love is basic. We don't need to talk about it all the time because everybody knows it. Everybody does it. We all know that's how we do, that's what we do is love. But it is still necessary. And we don't really think of it being as necessary because it's just our basic, our basic thing as a Christian is to love. And so we don't want to talk about it because we think we already do it. But the thing is we don't because if we all did love, we would not have the wars we were having right now. We would not have the conflicts and the hatred that we see all over, especially social media anymore. It's just so much hate and anger. But instead... We just try to put off love for one another like it's already there, and it's not. It's something that we have to practice as a Christian. And just as a person in general, you can meet some of the kindest people that aren't Christians, and that's the people that you're, it's so much easier for them be, to be open to Christ because if we show them the love, they will want to also be a part of that. And I said that this was going to be short and sweet, and that's what it is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to First United Methodist Church of Locust Grove Sermon. We hope that you enjoyed the message, and we hope that God works on you and works through you as you help us live into our mission of living God's way, sharing God's story, and serving God's people. We hope to see you next Sunday at 1045 a.m. And for more information about our church, you can go online at www.fumclgok.org. Thank you, and have a good day.